Edge T-Saw episode 49. Presentations 2.0. Hey everybody, welcome back. I have replaced our regular Scott with a robot. Let's see if anybody notices. <laughs> hey everybody, this is Scott. And this is Scott Duarte on this edge and all on that. Welcome back. It's summertime. Summertime. Hot. Very hot. Uh, hot. So if you hear a buzz, we're running with the AC on because we just don't give a darn. Yep, yep. Hopefully these microphones isn't good enough to pick it up. But. Well, last week we ran with the... Yeah, AC on, so fine. So yeah, hey, welcome back. So we are here at episode forty-nine on the on the verge. On the verge. Oh, oh, oops! I pressed the button. There we go. <laughs> and all that wasn't recorded. No, it was recorded. Okay. Um, but there is now just another piece of the theme right there. Sweet. Hey, because we're professional. Hey, it's summertime. Yes. Here's the news. Okay, that was the news. What do you got? Any any news? Um, just uh, it it's promising out there. That that's what I have. The forecast is promising for uh, podcasting. I yeah. I've talked with some um, some colleagues, some folks that uh, saw us at the presentation in Tsol and oh, cool. um, got our or uh, got our information off the website mm-hmm. and um, and podcast and. There's a group of grad students um, from University of Hawaii at Manoa, and they're doing a podcast project in Thailand for their summer um, practicum. Oh, that's horrible. Yes, I know. I I have to teach in the summer. Thailand? (laughs) Where is it really, really hot? Yeah, Thailand. I'll go to Thailand. <laughs> it's a couple degrees cooler than the surface of the sun. Yeah, but, you know, it's Thailand. This is true. So we have that going on. Um, love to see what, what comes out from that. And then I have another colleague um, that I have been uh, communicating via email, and she is doing a whole audio and video podcast, uh, two separate things. Cool. Um, and so for summertime with um, Japanese exchange students, so oh that's cool. Yeah, it sounds very very promising. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, after we're done here, we're going to be recording a couple of little promos. Okay, <laughs> sounds <laughs> he, great. He didn't know that ahead of time, and so uh, be listening for us. On uh, we're going to try to get it out to a bunch of other stuff, and so the next show you may hear. Uh, actually, other promos from other shows that we're listening to or that we tricked into, I mean, talked into playing our promo. So uh, hopefully that'll be the case. We shall be devious. Yes, yes. So, um, la, 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 la. Uh, yeah, I haven't been back to Calling Tokyo Calling 
or anything since I talked about it the last time. I'm going to try to catch them this Friday, maybe, perhaps, if I can stay awake past 10 o'clock. So every week, what is their theme? Or what uh, is well, th because that show is mostly just about Japan and living right. in Japan. It's all just Japan and living in Japan. Kind Randomized. Of. Yeah. Um, it's a call-in show on TalkShoe, uh, uh -huh. and we still haven't done anything with that yet, but... But um, they, uh, so it kind of is, you know, listener questions and stuff like that and, you know, comments on mm -hmm. living or there's like two or three or four guys who actually live in Japan. And so, you know, people call in and ask questions and stuff. So like it's that. not really it's uh, not education related. No, no, no. Not even a little. Other than he goes to teacher's college in uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. So I got to get him to play. Teacher's college, home, a so. fine bastion of educational <laughs> Learning. Disclaimer, Scott Duarte went to Teacher's College. Not <laughs> in, in Tokyo. York. In New York. Yeah. I'm so, actually wearing my Columbia shirt right Sweet. now. Um, put it back on. <laughs> uh, shirt, yes. There was, Pants, no. <laughs> there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was now. After the pants comment? It made my mind go blank. <laughs> Keep screaming, no, no, not again. <laughs> uh, so is that it on the news? Do you have any others? I got nothing else. All right. Uh, the other news is it's hot. Very really hot. hot. And muggy. So yes. um, if you're planning to come to the Kansai area in August. Don't. Uh, yeah, don't. <laughs> it's freaking hot. Um, I am going to be out of town for the next uh, couple of weeks. I don't know exactly when I'm leaving and stuff like that. So uh, we will be very sporadic. Um, still waiting for some emails on suggestions for what to do for episode 50. Because that's next. We should interview him. We should interview him. Who's him? 50. 50. Ah, there you go. Because he knows a lot about teaching English. <laughs> no offense. He might. Um, but doesn't seem like it anyway <laughs> um yeah so yeah so 50 is going to be sometime maybe into august we'll see if we can yeah let's together. just go on on record saying that if we do produce anything between now and the end of august you'll be lucky yeah or very unlucky Ab absolutely depending on how you look at it <laughs> so be sure to tell your friends to come to www.education.com no <laughs> No? Dot org. That's what I meant. Yes. Yes, dot org. Because I still haven't been able to get dot com. Crap. Nah. Yeah, right. it's not a good website, that dot com. Yeah, it's just a, somebody parked and stole it, and they're trying to get me to pay for it, and I'm not going to do it. You hear me? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> We're coming after you. I am far more patient than you. <laughs> um, but on, this, on a similar note, uh, my email address is scott at E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G, because I'm pretty sure that was spelled right. Yes. And yours is? And mine is Scott Duarte, all one word, all lowercase, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E at education.org. That's right. So, again, do tell your friends. Do come to the forums. Do check it out. Do have a good time. Do, do leave uh, do friendly register, messages. Do register. Do listen. Do do. Doo-doo. Oh, he said doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, folks. It's 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 summertime, <laughs> and we just don't have the sharp focus our brains primarily have. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we've we've touched on it. We've ranted on it. Well, you've ranted on it. Yes. Uh, but we never really delved into it. But you know, that could be half of the things that we've talked about up to this point. That's true. Specifically, what are we doing? Um, presentations, teaching presentation skills, and the new style. The new style called presentation. Well, you call it. I call it presentation. It could be called brand presentations. It could be called more business style presentations it's basically steve jobs presentations yeah it's i mean and if you go back and listen to the previous show you'll the list is uh steve jobs seth godin uh guy kawasaki larry lessig um and uh our on campus here gar reynolds although he's not famous like the other guys no. he will be though because he's got a book coming out Does so really? buy gar reynolds book because it's cool. Uh, I don't know if it has a title yet. But if you go to presentationzen.com, pretty sure it's .com. Now you got me guessing. I don't know. Presentationzen, Z-E-N, like the garden. Um, he's got a bunch of stuff written about it. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a very cool book uh, on presentation presentation style. Is is it, do you know if it's for teachers to teach classes or just overall anybody who anybody. wants to, to anybody but you know we were talking about it before we actually hit the record button and my stance on presentations we're recording is, this <laughs> don't tell scott we've been recording them for a long time now a little over a year anyway um the my my whole stance on presentations is i don't believe that there should be an uh, an academic Everybody hear those quotes? Academic presentation <laughs> style and a and a business presentation style. There should be a good presentation presentation style and a bad presentation style. And should there be a bad presentation style? Well, yes. So that way everybody knows, knows not that what to that's, do. That's what you're not supposed to do. And so, but you know, I don't know because the rant we had after TESOL or after Jalter, uh -huh. one of those or conferences both. or both, probably both. Um, was that people would go ahead and put all of their information up on the slide. Twelve and, bullet points. And and no more than 12 words per line and no more than 12 lines per... That's 140... That's a damn book. Yep. <laughs> or at least a paragraph. And if I got all that information up there, what Why do, do I, I need have to you listen? for? Yeah. Why do I have to listen? One of those two things is superfluous. Get rid of one. And so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, my, my contention is that there is just a presentation style, brand presentation style, whatever right. you want to call it. <clears throat> and you're sure there's variations therein, but. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what is that presentation style? Well, what is this new? The new thing. I, I would even go so far as not brand, but a visual presentation style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the, the, the reason that, you know, Gar fits so well into it is because it, his, he looks at it as brand and it's yourself as the brand and so you mm -hmm. keep putting yourself and your idea up there and you want to keep a good solid theme in it and that becomes your quote brand for okay. for the thing so yeah it's it is a it is a visual style and mm -hmm. probably that is a little bit closer to what it actually consists of but it's all revolved around well true but i don't think if 
it's easier to grasp the concept of a visual style presentation than a brand style. Sure, sure, sure. And you don't you don't want to you don't want people to go away with saying, oh well, it's got to be like Louis Vuitton and Chanel and Chanel like and well, you know, that's a brand, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somehow got out of that family. I don't know what I did. <laughs> anyway. Um, so so what are some of the key key points of uh, our presentation style? Uh so you wanna do you want pictures. Because, Lots and big and quality yep, pictures. Yep. Don't uh I mean if you're gonna use stuff that you shoot, that's fine. Make sure it has a point. There's there has to be a reason and uh-huh. it can't be a small reason. You can't take a huge picture of a room and say, see that lamp sitting on the desk next to the computer? That's what I want to focus on. And it's really the small thing you need to focus on just so it fills as much of the screen as you can deal with. Yeah, full-size full size pictures. I mean, when you're if you're doing it in PowerPoint or whatever, that the picture fills up the entire slide. Yep, yep. And it needs to be high-res so that when it blows up, when it's enlarged onto the big screen. He's just having fun with himself. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Keep going. Enlarged, uh, magnified, is that the right? Blown up is fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep them. With the projector, the um, it doesn't lose the quality. Right, right. Um, so you're going to be looking at most of your video project projection systems and, and stuff like that when you get into a presentation hall. 800 by 600 should be plenty large. Um, you know, if you have a higher quality photo, great, use it. But for the most part, the video proje- the projectors that are most common now are going to be running eight, 600 by 800 anyway. So well, well, an easy way to do it is um, if you're pulling the images off the internet, if you're googling them or or yahooing them, they have a great uh, little feature on the images that you can select the size you want and just go for larger wallpaper only. Yep. 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 If it's medium or small, it's just gonna lose well, quality. Well, that way and because a lot of times you're gonna be cutting it down using the crop. I'm pretty sure Photoshop or not Photoshop, uh, PowerPoint has a crop, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It yeah, does. it does. Um, it does. And so you're gonna be cropping it down anyway, so you can get more of your idea, your image up on the screen. So don't be afraid. When in doubt, cut it out. Yep. So, so yeah, the the whole idea of the presentation is going to be revolving around visuals, good pictures and stuff like that. Now, you're going to want to inevitably put a graph in because <laughs> you're a teacher, and that's what we do. We loves us some graphs. We loves us some graphs. I, I do some good graph. Um, uh, but the thing is, what you're doing is lowering your is is raising your entrance bar, and unless you can look at a graph and instantly understand the entire thing um, without having to explain anything. Um, it's not worth it. Yeah. If, if you can look at it and you completely understand it when you first glance at it, that is okay. It's not recommended, but it's okay. Right. But if you have a graph with, like, the green line is is one thing and the red line is something else and the purple line is something else and the blue line is something else. You don't even remember what the first color was. Red. Right? I think it was green. <laughs> blue. I don't remember. Purple. What, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. So, But what I'm saying is that's too much information. Right. Because you got too many things going on. Talk about one thing and then talk about something else. Don't make a series of four graphs because people won't remember the middle two. 
they may if they're lucky they'll remember the first one and the last one but probably not even that just you know get something way else well i mean in in that regard if you had a graph like that you could always instead of putting the four lines onto one graph do four back-to-back uh slides and so it shows the first one, and then it overlaps, and then it oh, I see, and I do see, it that see, way. Yeah, if you have to do if the you comparison. have to do it, and it has to be a comparison. You have to show something different. Right. Um. But but yeah, avoid avoid the noid. I yes. Domino's pizza. <laughs> but um. Also keep the words down to a minimum. Now yes. when I have my students uh, creating their uh, PowerPoint presentations. For whatever whatever their presentation is, I say okay, five words or less, and that's including the title. Oh, see now, I I I I was gonna go. I thought I was gonna be really strict, but you you undercut me by a word. Because <laughs> <laughs> my rule is no more than six words per slide, period, ever. Uh huh. And um, including the title. <laughs> and so if if you got more than six words that you need to say, you need to split it up. Right. So, you know, or find a picture. Exactly. And because usually what you can do is it, you're just babbling on about, to, huh, babbling on. I wonder how that happens. Babbling on <laughs> about something. And when you have a picture and a single word or a pair of words or a short three-word phrase, it's you can get it. Right. And probably much stronger than you would be able to get it if you had to actually spell it out. And and that's what this whole style it's about. It's about having visuals that represent what you're talking about. Right. To to back it up. Because I mean visual learning is a main strategy of learning that most people incorporate and, and thrive on. Yes. Especially yes. uh the younger generation. Yep. Generations actually now. Um, one of the styles, and I know I talked about this in the previous one, in the previous show we did on presentations, um, is about, um, well, Guy Kawasaki. Do you know who he is? He works. Worked he used to work at Apple. Apple. Yeah, and he started uh, GarageBand.com, I want to say, and then a couple other startups. He's basically what they call a venture capital angel in mm -hmm. California now. Um, anyway, he has a slide deck of, he always uses it the same style. He has 10 slides, no matter what. And if you look, if you do a search for him online, and actually, if you go to Gar's site, there is a Gar. Uh, there is Gar. a uh, link to guy, one, a couple of guys' uh, presentations. And he uses 10 slides, always. And that way, you know how much time he has left to talk and so if you're bored you can wait so it out. only 10 slides only 10 slides now i kind of that's a really cool minimalistic approach and he's got one phrase per slide boy that's a weird picture uh he's got one page per slide and um or one phrase per uh -huh. slide and, and that's it that's all he does and so but he talks at length about whatever the the topic gets put up okay um the other way is the way I kind of prefer, I, I think it's more interesting visually, um, particularly because I'm not as charismatic as him. Mm -hmm. So I need something to distract the people from looking at me. And so what I use is a lot of slides. Like for a five-minute speech, I can have up to between 50 and 150 slides. So that's boom, boom, And it's just boom, kind boom, of rapid boom, fire. Boom. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's, that's more the Steve Jobs approach. Right, right. And if you look at uh, Larry Lessig's stuff, 
and uh, da, 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 Seth Godin also they use a very similar, mm-hmm. very rapid, not always rapid. You want to focus on some stuff for longer. But. Right. Well, that that's the thing. I mean, uh, Scott mentioned it before at TESOL. I mean, people would have twelve points, even if they had five points or six bullets on their side. I tell my students, okay, no, that's not going to work. Instead of one slide, six bullets, six slides, one, one bullet, bullet each. Yep, exactly. One one idea. Exactly. And you can, as as most of you are probably out there as writing teachers, I'm sure you've said to your students, one idea, one paragraph. How many ideas in a paragraph? One. How many paragraphs for an idea? One. One idea, one paragraph. So one idea, one slide, one point, one slide. Mm-hmm. And don't, it's not going to cost you anymore. Right. <laughs> to to add extra slides. So use it. Right. Um, and if you need the people to go back and look at more information, then you probably need to rewrite your speech. Um, you can go back and reshow a slide again, and that's very effective. The repetition really kicks in, and it's really uh-huh. nice. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, a lot of times it's, um, you know, I, I a lot of the presentations that I saw were like, what they say is six, actually the traditional is like six lines, uh, 10 words per line or something like that. And it's just a mess. Yeah. It takes me 10 minutes to read it. PowerPoint is for slides. PowerPoint is not for handouts. Uh-huh. Microsoft Word is for handouts. Well, I mean, one way to do it is, um, and, and this is other people because I never do this, <laughs> but you have your slides and then you have the notes section that's for you for when you are going to, what you are going to say during the presentation. Use that section to create your handouts. Yeah. Don't put that section within the slides. Absolutely. Just use it for a handout so people afterwards, or you can hand it out before, whatever. Yeah, I would say even though that's that's in a pinch. If if you get there and you're like, oh crap, I forgot to have handouts, then you can just pull that information up. And I I would say take two or three hours and actually develop a separate handout for your presentation, stuff that's not up there. Uh huh. You know, it's it, a handout. Really, when I get a handout, I don't want uh, the text. I mean, personally, uh, I don't want the text of the speech. I'm there to listen to the speech. I don't really want to relive it later, most likely. Um, because most of them are, unless I need to go to sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, but I mean, I want to find out more about what this person's saying, and so that's where the handout comes in. I think that the handout should be extra. You know what I mean? Um, or is that a fight? Let's fight. Uh, yeah, I mean, but if you want people listening and not taking notes, then you need to include yeah, that true. information within the handout. That's true, that's true. But not as a slide. But not as slides, yeah. so, definitely. Seriously, though, uh, taking taking and and putting an extra two hours in and, and putting together a, a particular handout for whatever you're going to be talking about. Now, for handouts, I I suggest and, and I always follow this rule that it should be at least twenty pages long. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh, see, that's where all my printer paper comes from. <laughs> don't tell anybody, and certainly don't tell him. It's a, it's our secret. But do you actually have a limit or guidelines? I try to no more than front and back of a page, but it kind of depends on what I'm talking about. It depends on the length of the presentation. It yeah. depends on. 
uh, for most of the TESOL and JALT and the English teacher organization uh -huh. type presentations, I would say the front of a page is fine. If you're doing more than that, maybe a front and back. But if you got a two-page handout, then you need to probably rewrite it. Mm. You know, two sheets of paper, right? Front and back. I think once you once you break into that third page, it's kind of like God has a two-page resume and nobody else. I've seen many ten-page resumes. Yes, that's wrong. <laughs> now, when you got no, the publications and all that, it's still wrong. You let the people ask you for the publications separately. Not in a CV. That's See, that's included. Yeah. Well, the CV is not a resume. That's true. Okay. So okay. there. Granted. Granted. <laughs> I concede the point. <laughs> Asked and answered. Okay. Uh, so uh, what else? So, well, primarily, if you really if you are a charismatic speaker, you don't need anything. And if you want to become a charismatic speaker, there are organizations out there like, uh, what was the one I ran into on the web the other day? Uh, you don't know. Uh, Toastmasters. Yes. Toastmasters International. And that, Yeah, they have. And they... Uh, I thought they were just drinking I, I thought so too until, you know, a couple of years ago when I actually looked into it because I was drinking more <laughs> than I am now. Um but uh, no, there it's a it's a speech giving thing, and uh, they have some good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not all good in my opinion because I was watching on YouTube. If you do a search, you can find the Toastmaster, you know, like speakers of the year, uh -huh. and stuff in International Speaker of the Year and stuff like. And these are the guys that are the best of the best of the best, and a few of them are so mechanical that it just takes the joy out of it for me. All right. Yeah, because, I mean, when you find a speaker who's really good, you know. Sir Ken Robinson. Ken Robinson was fantastic. Case in point, yeah. yeah. And the, the, the catch with the Toastmasters, the reason that I bring them up is because they, don't, they require you to not use any, uh, no slides, nothing. It's just uh -huh. you and the audience, and that's it. So you got to win them over. Um, but Sir Ken Robinson is a great example of, natural relaxed he's really charismatic off the and cuff I can't it seems it. off the cuff but i don't think but it I is i don't think it is i think it was primarily he, at least a at least a loose script yeah you know he knows he's going to go one two three four but there was no hesitations there were you know his stories had flow he was going from one point to the second right. point and and i couldn't you know I couldn't stop watching it. it was, and you, you can find this from the um, TED podcast, T-E-D. Or you can go to education.org. Oh, that's right. We have we have a, a link to yeah, the YouTube. The, the YouTube thing. But, yeah, you can find it on YouTube, and you can find it at, at the TED. I think it's tedtalks.com mm -hmm. is where it is. But uh, I, if for those of you who haven't gone and checked out the TED stuff, go check out the TED stuff. There's some really cool stuff. And right now um, they're doing a TED in Africa. And so there's a lot of people, actual Africans, who are giving speeches and wow. stuff and talking about, you know, um, aid versus uh, trade and um, people who are doing development work in Africa and about food and about energy and about problems and stuff. And it's it's some of the speakers are really cool. Yeah. And I'll actually even give a shout out to BMW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sponsoring Be because it. Because they're sponsoring it. And I mean, these, these conferences, it's something like 6,000 
dollars, uh, dollars a head yeah. to, to, to go there, and BMW is putting up the money to uh, let the at least the key keynote addresses yep. be um, for the public. Yep. yep. So thank you. So, yes, thank you very much, BMW. Please give me a car. Because <laughs> uh, you can release education to the public for free. <laughs> Hell, Volkswagen, give us a call. <laughs> Wing, wing. Hyundai, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, take. Hyundai's fine. Any car company at all want to hook us up, let us know, man. If Hugo is still around. <laughs> now, Hugo, I might pass on. <laughs> um, all right, so we've been babbling for 28 minutes or so. So basically, presentation 2.0, as we're going to call it. Mm -hmm. So when I see it out there on the web, I can pretend like it was us. Uh, so the truthiness of it is... Exactly. Um, is uh, use very visual, a very visual style. Focus on find a single word or uh, a single picture that that really cuts to the heart of your your talk. What are you talking right. about? And then hit it again and again and again and again. If you want examples, uh, look for on YouTube any of Steve, Job, Steve Jobs. Um, especially his, his Macworld addresses or whatever. Yeah. The older ones, the really old ones, aren't that great. But the ones from after he came back to Apple were when the so style kind of came last together. So last four years. Four or five years, yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Guy... Um, Guy Kawasaki. Guy Kawasaki. He's fun to watch. Uh, his, his speeches are fun to watch. He's done work for uh, Nike and stuff like that. And his stuff is kind of very brand-oriented. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking about brand yourself and stuff like that. And that's go, what Gar's are. are yeah, about. and Gar, Gar Reynolds, go to presentationzen.com. And um, not only does he talk about it, he gives you good examples yep. of uh, making this new form or modern form yep. really work and pop. And uh, Gar's very generous as far as uh, sharing what he knows. And so um, he, if you're looking... <clears throat> looking for books on design and and form and stuff like that. He's got a number of recommendations on that site, and uh, some of them look really, really good. Um, the guy that he brought to campus, Dan Pink, I talked about a little bit at one point. Poor man. Poor, guy. poor name. But, but very smart, design-oriented, mm -hmm. um, effectual speaker. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Also, check out Seth Godin and uh, Larry Lessig. Um, you can find those on Google Video and YouTube both. So go check them out. Anything else? Um, not only teach this, but practice it Absolutely. yourself. Yep. So next you saw, we're not... We're, uh, uh, we're hoping to, to uh, see some much better stuff from you. Yes, and, you. And, and call us on it, because hopefully we will be giving an actual PowerPoint, not a video presentation like, right. like last year. A uh, PowerPoint presentation. And... Um, Come call us on us. Call it. Call, call us, us on, on it. it if you think it's good. If you think it's crap. He talked good English. Exactly. So um, yeah. But so you'll you at disagree. least have an example of what we're talking about. Yep. So if you disagree, come. Let's fight. Send us an email. No tomatoes at us though. They stain. At him, it's okay. I wear dark clothes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for the day. Uh. Keep. Uh, an eye out for the next over the next month or so and uh, we'll have sporadic stuff up listen for us up on other podcasts and uh, as always go tell your friends how cool we are exactly 
And let's see if that background music can get the headphones over there. When she wraps up. So thank you very much for listening, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And uh, yeah, that that wraps it up. Um, come back at the end of the summer when we are going to come back. And coherent. Why? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Uh, if there's something that you want us to talk about, please send us an email. Uh, again, scott at education.org or Scott Duarte at education.org. Uh, don't be shy, uh, even if you just want to drop us a line to say hi. Exactly. Oh, that you're, you're a poet and you didn't even know it. That's oh. right. Stay cool, everybody. All right. We is out of here. Have a good one.